Hi guys, um, it's Rufaro back again with the podcast and I'm joined by Tinashe. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know it's been a while since we've uh, brought you a new episode and that's mainly because um, Tinashe is having health problems at the moment, so his availability is not guaranteed. Uh, so we may miss some uh, weeks, uh, but we'll try our best to be regular and keep the podcast going. Yeah, and we, we hope we can bring in some some fresh people as well um, so that it's it's this is not interrupted. And and in case you're worried, <laughs> I'm not dying. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's just an ongoing health situation that um, sometimes takes me out of the game. Um, so I hope it will get resolved uh sooner than i even expect mm, yeah so yeah. having said that mr rufaro yes it's been a it's been a crazy one and a half weeks isn't it ridiculous not just crazy. it's been <laughs> ridiculous in 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 zoom and and yeah you know and I think the last podcast we did, it was on EcoCash, wasn't it? <laughs> I think so. I think so. So, so yeah, it's not that we're obsessed about EcoCash, but yeah, they yeah. do, they do contribute to a big chunk of our day-to-day lives. Um, we interface with with that platform. Uh, well, pretty much every Zimbabwean, uh, really. Uh, if you think about it, so yeah. And today the story is is, is EcoCash again. I mean, the past one and a half weeks, uh, it was EcoCash that has dominated the conversation, and it was not in the best of lights. Mm-hmm. Um. So on Thursday, I think the fourteenth. Hey, I may miss my dates, but uh, well, doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think what there's the 14th, uh, Eco Cash sent out a message, or maybe it was a little earlier, uh, saying that, oh, so Thursday was the 13th, I think. Um, no, Thursday was the 14th. It was the 14th. Oh, yeah, so my dates were right. <laughs> Oh, maybe a little earlier than that, they sent out a message saying um, the EcoCash platform would be down uh, on Saturday, from Saturday the 16th, 9 p.m. to Sunday the 17th, 9 p.m. So that's a period of 24 hours. Yeah, and we're like, and oh, okay. Saying, it's just 24 Yeah, hours. you know. <laughs> and it's on a and weekend. saying it was uh, a scheduled maintenance. Uh, well, I don't know how scheduled it was, but um, well, they, they mentioned beforehand and we're like, uh, yeah, 24 hours. Uh, yeah, we tried to, to notify people on the blog and, and stuff uh, for them to just well, get as much they they can get in order uh, before then. You know, people use EcoCash for all sorts of things, to buy airtime uh, and, and stuff like that. To say, hey, if, if, if you're going to need to buy airtime over the weekend, you might as well. Uh, just do that in advance of the weekend. And of course, we anticipated that, you know what, um, 
the the downtime could actually start earlier than the 9 p.m. on Saturday the 16th and perhaps even end later than the 9 p.m. on Sunday the 17th. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were right about the It latter. went beyond Sunday the 17th. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and and so it it, it it was really messy. And uh, on Monday the eighteenth, uh, EcoCash marketing guys actually prematurely sent out uh, some flyers that were saying, "Yay, everything is back up," <laughs> and and things were not back up, you know. And uh, they then had to send another message saying, "Oh, we uh, we are still stabilizing the platform." Yeah, but it uh, seems to be getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah, and it seems to be getting worse. And uh, at one point, you could buy airtime, uh, Econet airtime on there. And then the next time you check, ah, that option is not even there. Uh, and then you check uh, a little while later, the option is back. Uh, yeah, people are trying to send money. Money gets that deducted from one wallet. Uh, well, not from the sending wallet. Yeah. but it doesn't reach the receiving wallet. Uh, yeah, someone who asked EcoCash what was going on, I've done this transaction, and this, and then a response from an EcoCash customer service person was, uh, we can't trace these transactions right now. <laughs> and you're like, if EcoCash does not know, who is supposed to know? Like Exactly, exactly. And Oh, that was a scary response. Oh, flip. So this money could just be lost in the quicksand somewhere, you know? And and I do think that was irresponsible because if you knew things were that bad, why did you open up the system? Why did you let people keep on transacting? Yeah, so so, so yeah, so that's actually my first question. I mean, Rufaro, you're a developer. Yeah. Uh, So this is... Oh, just putting you on the spot, but this is perhaps a hard question. Do these things happen? Absolutely. Um, So they do happen. Uh, It's like uh, Murphy's Law, right? Anything that can go wrong will go wrong. Um, And that's like one of the things in software development that you always think things are going to go right. Um, You think you've covered all your bases, but then something can just go wrong and catch you off guard. Um, so for example, I was actually reading an article on the Guardian and they were saying that actually this is like a common issue. So like in 2018, there was this bank, this New Zealand bank called TSB and they had, uh, an outage for like weeks and 1.9 million customers were locked out of their accounts. Right. And this was because they were doing a migration of their data from one system to a new system. And Along the way, something went wrong, terribly wrong. And mm. I mean, imagine 1.9 million customers couldn't yeah. access their accounts for weeks. It's almost the same mm. situation with what's happening with EcoCash, only that we have access to the accounts, but it's like, yeah, it's mm. not stable. You can't even trust the system. And in June, so this was like in April. And then the CEO actually resigned like five months later because it was like, mm, no, this is now too much for me. Um, I guess mm. he had a hard time. Um, but in June 2018, at Visa, like 5.2 million transactions failed, right? Because mm. a, a backup data center uh, did not switch on, right? Uh, so they couldn't handle those transactions in, in, in Europe. 
right? Uh, so that's like 5.2 million transactions. Three months later, and millions of Barclays customers were unable to access their accounts uh, online for like March of 20 September. Of course, this was like a day, uh, but you can clearly see that it's a common thing and it can happen to anyone. I mean, we're talking about big names, Barclays, Visa, and this TSB uh, bank, right? Mm. So it does happen um, mm. and you might not see it coming, uh, but mm. it's been like systems have been developed for years now, almost centuries probably, right? So you'd think at this point, we know how to at least put measures in place so that uh, there's not a total outage. And those measures are there in most cases. Mm. So you have the backup databases or you create mm. a copy of how your system looks like before the upgrade mm. so that if something goes wrong with the upgrade, you can roll back to the previous state to what it was before you made any changes. So these things are there yeah. uh, and you do, it should have worked that's, in EcoCache. That's case. what surprised me. Eh? Um, so I actually spoke to an, an EcoCache executive who I can name. Yeah. Um, and, um, and, and, and I asked about this and they're saying, oh yeah, yeah, so we're moving from this system to there, but the mistake that we made, you know what we should have uh, first we should have done this in stages, you know, but uh, uh, so during that 24-hour period that we had given, we actually moved all the data from the old version of the system that we're using, and then we were transferring it to the new version. And I was surprised. I was like, what? You just moved all that, and this is financial data, man. Yeah. Uh, it, you, you, you didn't clone it? <laughs> it does not uh, make sense. You can expect this for like a Rufano type of developer, right? You are working on a small system, you're just one guy. You can understand mm -hmm. it, right? If I miss this yeah. basic thing. But when it's a huge organization with the manpower and the resources that EcoCache has, it's like, how can you yeah. not do such a basic thing? But of course, again, I'm not developer at EcoCache. So I'm probably taking a lot of things for granted, right? That, yeah. But it's like, they should have these systems in place. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, I, I mean, even the executive might have just said the wrong thing, thinking they are just, you know, BSing this guy who works in the media, mm. um, but saying something that's actually worse. So, you know, you know, like if, if you're not really knowledgeable, you may just say, I oh, yeah, so we, we, we just moved the data and you think that makes the media understand when it's actually, oh, what? <laughs> what did you do? So, so maybe that's not even um, what happened. But I mean, talking of big names, it's not just Seiko Cash, eh? it's, it's their partner. Mm -hmm. Mahindra Comviva, the, the guys who have built the, the system that EcoCache uh, sits on, uh, it's, it's called Mobiquity. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's actually funny you mentioned that because in, in our mm -hmm. community groups, one guy actually posted it uh, in, in the group saying that, oh, look, they did such a bad job. They're leaving their vendor name um, like visible. So it's saying Mobiquity user can't be found or something like that. It's sort of saying EcoCache. Oh. And it's like, oh. guys, you're making it too obvious that you're not in control or yeah it's like yeah we clearly did not yeah. white label the whole thing mm. yeah yeah but so that's 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 the problem i have like um with with 
with EcoCash and then the, 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 the ultimate holding group in general, that's uh, Econet Global, um, yeah, they don't seem to have this emphasis on engineering, eh? So mm. they just build, not really build, they just buy solutions. Um, but I don't really see, uh, you know, this culture of being strong on engineering. And for a technology company, that's, that's really dangerous. You, you just can't buy stuff. It's, it's like their new application, uh, Sasai. It, it's just a white-labeled thing, man. I'm like, yeah. oh, guys, for this stuff that you want to do, you just can't white-label some generic Chinese-built chat application. Uh, so, so that's my concern. That So are even the, the engineers right there at EcoCache, are they fully engineers or they, they serve and act as technicians who are just looking at this so that they raise their hand at Mobiquity, at Mahindra Conviva if something goes wrong. Hey! Uh, it's flashing! It's flashing! <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's 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 my claim. But, but yeah, I mean, what what you you mentioned? I mean, the, the the cloning of the database and stuff. I mean, what 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 else could they have done better? Um, okay, so uh, that's like uh, first, like obvious one that you should have at least made backups of how your system was before you started the upgrade, um, so that you can roll back. So if we assume that uh, that didn't happen. Um, yeah, they shouldn't have pretended, and this is not a technical thing, but it's like just mm. making customers aware of the reality that's there. They shouldn't have pretended like everything's all right. Like this is just a simple glitch because if it's taken one and a half weeks, clearly it, it wasn't a quick fix. So there's something terribly wrong that they're still looking at how to fix or stabilize. So it would have been that, uh, just telling people the, the truth that hey guys this thing is not stable uh, oh, so I, I don't know which would have been better for them to close it out completely or and tell us yeah we've closed down because this thing's not stable and we are figuring out how to stabilize it or them saying uh, things can go wrong while you're trying to transact uh, because we're still mm -hmm. stabilizing the system but at least you know from day one after like mm. the upgrade that they're telling me that things did not go according to plan immediately. Mm. And you make yourself aware that, okay, while I'm transacting, something can go wrong. So now you have enough information to make the decision yourself as a customer, whether you will mm. risk it or you will find alternatives in the meantime. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do think, I mean, the warning would have, yeah, I think the warning would have been uh, the, the, the better option for them. Uh, closing it out completely, I don't think that would have been an option uh, because of, uh, you know, regulators are, are watching. You're just opening yourselves up to uh, a lot of scrutiny to say, oh, this company actually controls a lot of commerce. Eh? Uh, mm. So the moment there's just that outcry, people, you know, saying, hey, our money is logged into our wallets and then we, we can't buy and, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it becomes, 
yeah, it becomes a big deal with government and stuff. So I think they were also trying to manage that situation. But then that's a reality. That's the, I mean, this this question that we actually need to all realize or give an answer to, right? Is Zim too vulnerable to EcoCash? I mean, hmm. we can't close our eyes and pretend like things are okay right now because this the system is online. But while you're trying to transact, things are going wrong. And when things go really wrong, we then realize, oh, actually, yeah, Zimbabwe is mm. vulnerable to EcoCash. Uh, yeah, and, and, and well, I'm yeah, answering I, I the question, agree. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I do agree that, I mean, Zim is vulnerable to, to, to EcoCash. Um, and it's, it's, it's times like this that really show how much vulnerable uh, we all are. Um, like uh, at the beginning of this recording, uh, we mentioned that uh, there's a health situation that I'm taking care of and stuff. So, so whilst this was happening, there's they, they some critical procedures that I needed to pay for. Um, and I was limited because I wanted to use EcoCash to pay, you know? Mm. And it, it, was, it was crazy. And it's like you have no alternative. Uh, that's it. All your money is in your eco cash. If you try to move it to your bank, <laughs> things can go wrong in that move. Yeah, yeah. So, so in in fact, that's what I I wanted to do. But it needed to skip through whoops. It needed to move from some eco cash account to mine, and then to my bank, and then from the bank to you know the place where I was making payments. I was like, ah, you know what? <laughs> some of it will go through, some of it will get stuck somewhere, and ah, it will just be money all over the place, uh, which you actually don't know um, whether you know you get it back or get it back on time and, and stuff. And Zim is in a high inflationary environment right now, so you know you you, you can't afford to have your money logged in for a day. Mm. No, you can't because yeah. it's losing value by the minute. Like, yeah. So, so, it's, so it's, it's crazy. But I don't know how that vulnerability goes away, to be honest. Mm. Um, are they at least being held accountable? Because in other countries, there's the whole like 99% uptime that you have to maintain. Mm. For Zimbabwe, it's like, what, is, is it 95 or something? I'm not sure if it's 99. Uh, mm. But yeah, uh, well, I think the claim the claim is it has to be ninety nine. I think. Okay, so the claim is something. it has to be ninety nine. Okay. Mm. So and already over this year, EcoCash hasn't been ninety nine percent of the times up. Uh, outside of this recent outage, they've been having mm. like in between outages, uh, mini outages, if you can call it. Uh, so mm. yeah, are the regulators taking a look at that? Um, ho- holding them accountable to that or it's just, yeah, uh, it is what it is uh, because we'll always be vulnerable if we don't require EcoCash to be held to those standards. Yeah, and, and, and why? Well, so I asked them, I asked uh, some of the EcoCash people that I spoke to and it's like, oh, uh, well, okay, so is the central bank and the government, um, are they at least asking questions, you know, uh, what are they saying? They just said, oh, well, the central bank is, is being supportive. Uh, we have kept them informed. 
uh, uh, throughout. Um, and then they said, yeah, but the government uh, was asking questions. So it worried me that, whoa, the central bank is a regulator. What, what do they mean they are being supportive? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying they should just go with an X and say, yeah, we want to chop down Ecocash. No, but I, I, I think supportive is not, is not the stance right now. The stance is, uh, guys, we, uh, we can't tolerate this. Tell us exactly what's going on. What are you communicating to consumers? Because like you said, I mean, one of the things that, that they messed up is the communication itself. So uh, from Monday evening, they started sending out, uh, that's Monday the 18th of November, they started sending out uh, daily updates every, every evening, I think for about three days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, perhaps in, in Thursday. Um, uh, and those updates were, they were not informative. It was just PR stance, eh? Mm. Like, you know, as a consumer, I am not more educated after these updates than I was before it. It just said, ah, yeah, uh, your services are back. Uh, we are working to stabilize. What does that mean? Because I will attempt to make a transaction and my money gets lost. So I think that's where regulators should then have a hard stance. Well, they, they can say, yeah, you know what? These things do happen. But we want to see how you are responding to it, particularly yes. in relation to how you communicate with, with your users. This is a platform that is uh, a big percentage of all our daily transactions. Hmm. So that, that 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 disappointed me. So I guess we'll keep we'll keep being vulnerable, I guess, to to EcoCash. Because yeah. the regulators are are supportive. Mm. <laughs> but uh, whatever that may be. It's not all doom and gloom, because there are new features. Uh, so how are those new features? I feel like I'm lying yeah. to people right now. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Well, so so yeah, they they introduced some new features. I well, I am not I'm not fully aware of of, of all of them to be honest. Uh, there's just one that I that I thought, wow, wow, these guys have retrogressed. So so going back to the doom and gloom. You know? <laughs> yeah. So 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 on 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 merchant payments. So in fact, I published an article uh, a few moments ago on on that. Um, talking about how they've moved ste five steps backwards. Um, so, so for those that maybe when uh, would not be aware, uh, the thing when when mobile money become became mainstream and and people started using it to to pay uh, in, in in retail shops, um, what how people would do that would be to go through a USSD menu. So. So, for example, you, you dial star 151 hash, uh, and then you click dial. Um, the next screen would be, uh, welcome to EcoCash. Enter your PIN to proceed. You do that. Then the next screen you see would be options. 
the first one, the first option on that menu is send money. So that's peer-to-peer -peer sending of money. And then the second one is, uh, currently it says make payment. Um, so that's your payments to merchant, to pay your bills, your electricity bill and stuff. So you choose that option, for example. And then the next screen you see will be different uh, options under that payment. So it, it may be pay bill. I think that's option one. Then the second option, it says uh, pay merchant. So that's your retail shop, right? So you choose that option two. Uh, and then it asks you for the merchant ID. That's the merchant code. Each merchant uh, is given uh, a code, an identifying code. So you enter that merchant code. And then the next screen says, uh, enter amount. Then you enter the amount that you're paying. And the next screen tells you, to confirm by pressing one for confirm or two for cancel, or something like that. You press one, confirmed, transaction is successful. But do you see how laborious that is? I mean, yeah. like my voice was just droning on and on. I'm sure some of you were falling asleep to say, oh, cut it, man, cut to it. Uh, yeah. and, then, uh, and then long codes came, up, came, uh, came about. Uh, which 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 was a really good thing. So instead of going through all these steps step by step, like I was describing, uh, one would then say star one five one star two. That's uh, make payment option two star two. That's the option to to pay a merchant star. You enter the merchant number uh, star. You enter amount. Hash, dial. So once you do that, the next screen would then say, uh, you are about to make a payment of so much to this merchant. Confirm by entering your PIN. Mm. You enter your PIN, done. You know? Yeah. And they went a step further to, to make it convenient. Eh? They then... Uh, integrated with, with, with some merchants, particularly the big retailers and stuff, um, whereby you as, as the shopper, you just enter your number in the point of sale terminal and uh, at the till. Um, and whatever the, 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 the two operator would have rung up as your bill, uh, you would then get uh, a, a pop-up on your EcoCash phone that just says, yeah, you're about to make this amount uh, payment to this particular merchant. Confirm by entering your PIN. You do that, boom, you're done, you know? Um, it, was, it, was, it was simple and it was working. Yeah. Uh, and now what do they do? <laughs> <laughs> so whether you do the long code as I described it, or you, you, you are using the merchant integration and you enter your number in the POS terminal. Instead of seeing a message that says, yeah, you're about to pay, make this payment to this merchant, enter your PIN. The message you get says, welcome to EcoCash. Yeah. Uh, enter your PIN to start. Yeah, you so that. right there, I mean, you're surprised. You're like, I midway through a process 
uh, what am I starting, you know? And, and uh, so if you're brave and you say, ah, okay, let me enter the pin. You enter the pin, next screen you see is uh, you are making a payment to this, this merchant. Yeah. Uh, press one to confirm or two to cancel. And you're like, why is this step there? Because I've already authenticated this with my PIN. Mm. So why did they introduce an, an extra step? And Just a verification. Are you ready yeah. to go? Yeah, like, like, what is this? So you enter that one, right? The worst thing, which I experienced this morning, I entered one because I was making payment uh, somewhere. Mm. Um, and then it says, ah, transaction is successful from Tinashe uh, to this place. Ah, we're just wasting real estate. I know who I am. Why should <laughs> that message tell me who I am? You know? Uh, and because they wasted real, real estate, they inconvenienced, inconvenienced me because the merchant I was paying, I had used the long code, right? The merchant yeah. I was paying say they i need the order id and i guess they were, they are collecting these numbers be, order ids because uh things are just crazy on the ecocache platform so they they better you know just have these records in case they need to make follow-up to say yeah we received this money but it didn't get into our wallet mm. that confirmation message that said uh Asha is making payment to this he has successfully made payment to this merchant it didn't have the transaction ID. Oh, <laughs> so how could they know it was real? Yeah, so I had to wait for the SMS uh, confirmation that they sent so that I could then copy that uh, transaction ID. And I was like, mm -hmm. what nonsense is this? <laughs> you know? So I do not understand. So maybe Rufaro, you know why they did this. Do, do, do you have an idea? Do, do you have a theory of why? Uh, so, so before I get to your, to your answer, so as we were speaking, I actually decided to try an online payment to see if it's still mm -hmm. the case. And yeah, to speak to the uh, way things are unstable with EcoCash, they've changed. So now they're back to the, you just enter the pin to confirm the transaction. Uh, oh, really? And, yeah, and now it's even a bit more ambiguous because it just says online merchant transaction of, in this case, it was 10 cents to uh, is pending. So before they would show you the merchant uh, code and they'll tell you the full name of the company that owns that merchant code and then you'd understand who exactly you're paying. Uh, mm. But yeah, uh, they've gone back to the old system, which is good and that you just mm. enter that the pin. But to answer your question, mm. uh, why would they do this? Uh, maybe, of which I don't understand where the risk is. Uh, so it was gonna be, maybe they want to make, to make sure that you are really the person who has, who owns that, that phone. But then it's like, if I have the phone in my hand and the prompt comes in and I enter the pin, if you ask me to enter one or not, if I had accessed the pin and it yeah. was correct, yeah. it's done. There's there's no difference. Yeah. There's no extra it's not security like I'll, I'll layer. Say, ah, yeah, they're saying enter one. Should I enter one? Since yeah. It's not my phone. I mean, yeah. So enter one. 
So that's the one that I would have thought that maybe there's some extra layer of security they're adding. But then as I thought about it, I was like, no, it it doesn't make sense. There's nothing extra yeah. that they're putting uh, there. Uh, so it's like, yeah, it was really an unnecessary step. If it does come back, it's still an unnecessary step for them to add. So probably why it went there uh, could be because um, that, that, that um, theory that we we're talking about, that they just took this thing and they didn't white label it enough or customize it enough. So this could be just how the default system works. Um, so they had to go and find all those little things that were assumptions of whoever built that system and change them to be something that makes sense and is intuitive for customers. Yeah, and, and I was disappointed. I mean, like uh, speaking to uh, some some officials there at, at EcoCache, and I asked about this. Um, well, way way before today, you know, I wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't really that I wanted to write an article. It was like, well, guys, I don't understand why this is. And I was disappointed because they tried to BS me because they they said, ah, oh, yeah, it's for security, and then I would ask. Ah, yeah, but uh, how is this adding to security? Because yeah. the person is already authenticated with the PIN, and now they are being asked to to confirm after the fact. Uh, how is this? And then they, they would then all of them they were then quick to say, Ah, yeah, yeah, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, you know, oversight. Ah, one of them said, Ah, yeah, you know, this was being talked about. Ah, yeah, we, we complained about this. Uh, and I'm like... <laughs> yeah. Wait, two seconds you ago, mean, you were saying security? <laughs> you were saying security now. Yeah, you know, that, that kind of thing. And yeah, it's, it's the, that communication to say, you know what, if things, if the house is on fire, just, just own up to it. We will trust you the next time. Hmm. You know? Um, but yeah, it's, it's sad to be using a payment service provider that you can't trust. You, you, yeah. you, are, you are looking for every opportunity to ditch them, you know? Mm. Speaking of ditching, um, is this a great opportunity for competitors or was it? Well, it's still happening, so like, it's an is. Um, mm. But yeah, the fact that um, EcoGuys is facing an outage um, and they're having all this weird things that they're adding in their system like for friction and things like that so it's like really mm. seems like it's an opportunity for a competitor to come and say hey uh, yeah you're frustrated that side come this side the the grass is much much greener this side yeah yeah except except for network effects so so um so yeah it's it's very difficult for people to to switch uh, but one thing, I mean, the competitor really that is really in sight, oh, no, not, not exactly in sight, but that, that could have a shot is uh, NetOne's one money, right? Mm. And I think one of the advantages that NetOne, uh, that one money has right now is that NetOne is growing in its subscriber base. Like the, 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 the MNO itself, people, people are, are, are switching to, 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 to NetOne, you know? Uh, they don't switch off Econet completely because they still use EcoCash as their mobile money solution. Uh, but more and more in terms of uh, their data and even voice calls and stuff, they're using NetOne. 
one generally in it one has uh, uh, better pricing uh, and number two uh, particularly lately the the, the net one uh, network seemed to be uh, more reliable than econet so so that I mean if you have convinced people to use your sim card for their data and for their calling uh, I think it's 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 a uh, yeah, it's it's not too far fetched to 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 then convince them to to use your mobile money uh, solution as well, particularly mm-hmm. if EcoCash continues to mess up. Uh, what net one needs to do is to build out that network of merchants and particularly merchants and agents are not really necessary anymore because no one really is cashing in or cashing out. You know, mm-hmm. uh, there's no cash in Zim, but merchants. So EcoCash, the network effects that EcoCash has is they have this already massive network of merchants. There is virtually no way you can go and someone doesn't have the capacity to accept EcoCash. Uh, EcoCash. Even if they are not really integrated as a merchant, they do have an EcoCash wallet where they can say, "Ah, oh, okay, you can send my personal." EcoCash wallet. So net one needs to aggressively go for uh, for for merchants. And if EcoCash continues to offer friction like this, and merchants, because you know what, especially this festive season, it's very difficult for supermarkets, you know, to manage their queues and stuff. So they don't want people to stay in line for too long. Mm-hmm. So they may start switching off to say, you know what, EcoCash is not working. When EcoCash is working, but they, they just want the flow of people to be easier, to try to force people to use other payment methods. And yeah. NetOne, NetOne is actually making it faster. Eh? So mm. the process I described for EcoCash, you know, with uh, you, end, you enter your, your number on the POS and then you then authenticate with the PIN on your phone. Uh, next one is testing out with some merchants where you can just enter your number on the POS and then you authenticate with your PIN on that same POS. You don't even need to take out your phone. Hmm. So the more such things happen and merchants, if merchants start rejecting EcoCash, those network effects will start to unravel. So yeah, they're, they're, they're actually putting their neck on the guillotine if they don't fix this fast. Yeah, but one thing we shouldn't forget is it's not easy being EcoCash. So if one money were to grow right now to the stage where EcoCash is and they haven't put the right measures in place, they also could crumble because they wouldn't have been expecting this much traffic and volume of transactions on their system. So they also need to do that, uh, repay in advance. Otherwise, people will go away from one money when it crashes uh, because yeah. there's a lot of transactions happening. Oh yeah, and I, I, it's it's a real risk. Uh, um, well, well, NetOne has has new leadership, so I hope uh, some of these issues are having solved. But traditionally, I mean, they have taken such things for granted. Mm. You know, uh, you grow in numbers, and then you don't have the elasticity to accommodate those numbers. They, they they have done that. 
So um, the hope is, you know, since they have new leadership and all, um, you know, they're, they're over that. It's a hope. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, uh, I also hope that this eco cash outage is coming to an end very soon, today, if possible. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Oh yeah, I mean, and 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 I mean to 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 be fair, like like you say, these these things do do happen, and it's it's easier to sit in a chair like this and and um, to 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 poke fun at, at at other people. But yeah, it's it's never easy, and Zim is particularly not um, an easy environment to be in. So there could be some things that we don't even know. Maybe they were struggling to to pay for certain licenses mm. uh, since they are paid in hard currency. You know, we, and maybe they don't. They didn't want to disclose that. Um, uh, we don't, I don't think that's what was happening. But you know, it's 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 a possibility. Um, the the hope is is just that they will be more transparent. And one of the things I, I don't think they were transparent even from the outset. I I I think this the why this 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 thing became chaotic was that it was rushed because I mean. Weeks prior to their announcing that, yeah, we are doing an upgrade and, and stuff, EcoCache was crumbling. Hmm. So I suspect that this was actually a very rushed thing reacting to, you know, the chaos that was starting to happen on their platform. Hmm. Um, but then they made it sound like uh, all is well, we are just doing. Uh, an upgrade. Um, yeah, I, 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 I wish for more truth and transparency in the future, really. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, we go away for several weeks and we come back and we no secret again, you know. <laughs> So maybe we go away again and then <laughs> maybe when we come back, EcoCash would, would have done some amazing thing. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I look forward to talking about One Money. I mean, they, they are on a run, uh, an, an interesting run, and they've just announced uh, exciting things. I mean, if, if, if nothing comes up, maybe that should be our next topic. I mean, uh, they, they're, offering some, they, they're offering free transaction fees uh, up to the end of the year, yeah. uh, so maybe we can talk about that. Is that an effective strategy and, and, and stuff? I, I don't really think so, but well, uh, we can talk about that. Mm. Um, yeah, and to add on to what you had said earlier um, about having guests on, uh, the call is also open to all of you guys. Um, if you want to be on the podcast, you like to talk, uh, it's just a friendly chat with a friend. Um, so yeah, if you have something that you're really interested in, yeah, you can reach out to us either via our community groups or you can just send an email to news at texan.co.zw or our support number. What's our community support number? One moment. You should have memorized this, Tanasha. How do you not know this by head? Oh, it's on me now. <laughs> uh, so the number is, uh, okay. Uh, here we go. 0715-071-199. Um, so 0715-071-199. Um, 
So yeah, so just send a message to that number and sh- showing your interest to the podcast and we'll reach out and talk more about the topics that you want to talk about and see if we can record together. Mm. And, and uh, talking about WhatsApp numbers um, and EcoCash and all that, um, well, uh, you can buy airtime uh, on using your WhatsApp. Um, so like we said, uh, particularly those, there's just a lot of people that have migrated to use NetOne and you pr- primarily use NetOne, or maybe you use Telesel as your, for your calls and your internet, uh, but you still use EcoCash as your mobile money uh, uh, service. Um, Texim allows you to buy your NetOne airtime. Using EcoCash, your Teleso airtime using EcoCash, your Econet airtime using EcoCash. So right now on EcoCash, the minimum airtime you can buy is five dollars. Uh, the minimum airtime you can buy through Texim is ten cents. So whatever amount you want, really, mm. uh, you can buy, and you don't need to brave the weather. I mean, it's raining. Uh, um, you know, one day in, in a week or so. Um, so don't brave the rain to look for a scratch card. Just reach out to Texim on WhatsApp. So you just send the message that says A time to our number 0718-049-280. So yeah, it's 0718-049-280. You just send uh, the, the word airtime. It's, it's one word, A-I-R-T-I-M-E, to that number. So it will then um, facilitate that you buy your net one, telesaw, econet, airtime using EcoCash. On WhatsApp. On WhatsApp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you can even use the Texan Market app, which you will find in the Play Store. Um, it's actually the easiest way to do this. Or you can use the TechZim uh, website, www.techzim.co.w forward slash airtime. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so, yeah, we'll catch you on the next episode. Catch you on the next episode. I hope I'll be around and I hope we'll be talking about one money. Yeah, it was great chatting with you, Tanasha, and thank you all for listening. Bye. Cheers. Bye.